I'm Bradford Douglas, along with Chris Martinez. Hey, man, what's up, buddy? And Joey Edge. Sitters, what's good? And we are Front Porch Sitting. Chris, what's good? I just said what's good. I also said it. So. Okay. Um. Well, pretty much nothing. Nothing for me. I mean, I mean, I'm happy with my life. My family is cool, but sports suck, man. I hate. I hate sports. I hate Florida <laughs> State. I hate my fantasy football teams. They're zero and six. Um. Yeah, it's just it's been a, it's uh, not been ideal two weekends in a row. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was talking with your brother today on Twitter just before we get too far off, but um, I was like, man, you know. For me to be such a really, uh, you know, objective fan, I can see the good in Florida. Um, I can see the bad in my team. Oh, I saw this. Man, I was like, man, I just catch a lot of shit from Gator fans. And like, I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm not hate. I'm not like bad to Gator fans. I, but it's never like, oh, it's all right. Or and it's just like, damn, I'm done being objective. I told them I missed my time in 2012, 13, and 14. When we were like 29 and 0. And you guys were losing to Georgia Southern and having four and eight seasons and shit. I, I mean, that was my time to like mud stomp <laughs> rib cages and shit. And I didn't because I, I was just too busy winning. So I was like, I don't was care about the Gators. No, and I wasn't as active on Twitter. But now I'm like, it is circled back. And we are now in the paint. Just make sure you at them. I feel like I've been a pretty good no. fan for you. And see, so you're the objective fan. You know what I mean? Like, I, I that's, why, that's why we get along. I get along with Shane and, and Coach Gilman and those guys. I'm just picking at them, but I'm like, damn, I'm taking a lot of shit these days to be. <laughs> you really a, are, and I don't know why. I'm just a nice guy, man. I'm just an, an you, objective fan. You put out fan. great takes. Yeah, I mean, I'm an objective fan. I yeah. can see the good in Florida, see the bad in my team, just not reciprocated, man. It's okay. My feelings were hurt a little bit. Had to get that off my chest. <laughs> I can um, tell you, you really look like that actually bothered you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not, I'm not, sorry for for my brother. Not not quite, bro. I'm, I'm all good. Un, unfazed, except for my sports weekend. Um. <laughs> But J- JW Weaponry? JW Weaponry, big time. Um, they are our loyal and only sponsor. Uh, you can reach them at 386-243-8587 or jwweaponry.com. Any any info coming out or anything anything exciting happening in hunting season? Um, well, there's bow season, but you know, real men you know, hunt with guns and stuff. So they're not really into the archery and stuff right now. Um, but muzzle loading season, black powder's coming up in I think two to three weeks, something like that. You want to go ahead and have that stuff before it gets here, have everything tuned up, sighted in, so that way you can go ahead and kill the kill the big buck or the big doe that time of the year. But that's in two to three weeks. Go by and see those guys. Make sure you have all your stuff stocked up and ready to go. Uh, I just actually got off the phone with John. Uh, we actually all did. And uh, he said he's got some really, uh, really good specials going. So stop by and see him. Make sure you're taken care of. Tell them the front porch sent you too. That's a must till you get your 5%. I really enjoyed your idea last week of just calling them. <laughs> yeah, guys, just call them. Just call them and say, hey, what's up? Uh, you got free stuff? Chris and Joey and Brad told me you did. And just then hang up when they start freaking out. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Love it. 
We got picks. I'm gonna go over that. Oh yeah, we we should probably do that because we had a, we had a couple of winners this week. We did have two winners. We did have two winners. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to get out some koozies. Yeah, koozies on deck. Um, Mr. Chad Hunter went three and zero on his picks. Trying to get him to sponsor a little segment of the show. We'll see what we can get with Mr. Chad Hunter. Chad, I know you listen, obviously. Um, but yeah, congratulations. We'll get in touch with you. Shoot you a DM or whatnot. Catch up with you and, and make sure you get this koozie. And then the other was real loyal listener Anthony from Newton. day one day one yeah sits in on on occasion <laughs> he does sit in on occasion um he got them all right as well he already has a koozie I believe he may have two I think he stole one the other day uh, I am positive that is the truth so we'll make sure that he gets uh we'll make sure you get something Ant. I'll take care of you probably a high five high five maybe <clears throat> a Miller Light not that you drink or anything uh, <laughs> um all right moving on Yes. This week's picks. What do we got? First one, Joseph. You want to recap last week? Uh, yeah, have, we can. Have I mean, we told everybody what our plan is for the loser? No, we oh need to do that. Oh, my gosh. We need to do that. You want uh, to tell them? Uh, no, because I'm going to lose. No, you're sitting. Yeah, you have to because you're currently in that spot. Yeah. Okay. Well, so for the loser, and I'm assuming we're going to have to video this and put it on everything live. Maybe two angles. Yeah. Uh, probably three. Yeah. Because uh, this is going to be bad for me. Still early. So, it's early, but Jesus, I'm I'm really bad at this game. Did I really go 0 3 last week? Yes, yeah. You did. Yeah. Christ. All right. So for the loser, I, and we haven't determined exactly how it's going to go, but we're definitely having the loser in the middle of two people shooting paintballs at him. Oh, yeah. That's what we know for sure. And two have a gun, the loser does not have a gun. Right. So looks like I'm going to get paintball shot at me, and it's not going to be good. And well, I, I think Tyler made a side bet of like $50 that I, I wouldn't be the in last place, yes, which he did. He screwed that up because – Well, it's still it's early, gonna, man. It is, but it's going to take a hell of an effort. I, I mean, don't, I'm not very confident right now. So. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, you did go 0-3 last week. Um, Brad, you went 1-2. I did. Which one did you get right? Uh, Florida. Florida. And I went 1-2 as well. I should have stuck with my gut with Florida, but I talked myself into Kentucky – and then um, I got UCF right. You guys both went with uh, the Stand Cardinal. Forward. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this week. <clears throat> oh, so we got to talk about the standings. Joey oh, it currently sorry. sits. Joey is one and eight against the spread. Oof. That's not ideal. That is not um, ideal. Brad is four and five against the spread, and I am five and four against the spread. So this week, first game. Go ahead. Do we pick it first too? Yeah. I mean, I th- I'll pick it first. I fine. think we're all going the same way here. Seems like it. Damn, that's not good. We should probably change that game before we're going the same way. Yeah, let's let's uh, so, uh, circle back. To that. <laughs> let's go to the second game. All right, second game. Uh, Florida State is at home, correct? Yeah, minus six and a half against the University of Louisville. The Cards, Louisville, as the people of Louisville say. Right, Louisville. Um, so the 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 Louisville Cardinals are coming in at six and a half point dogs. I'm going with ah, this sucks. I'm going with Louisville. Yeah. So you're taking the points and I'm taking the cards. The points and the cards. Uh, I like Juwan Pass if he plays. If not, they got a kid named Malik Cunningham at quarterback who's probably maybe I don't know about better, but they're very athletic. They have two very, very, very athletic quarterbacks that can uh, they can cause havoc. I'm going with the Cardinal. Gotcha. Cardinals, not the Cardinal of last week, but the Cardinals of this week. Yeah, the birds. Yeah. Um, am I, you want me to pick this one or you want it? Oh, I'll take it. Uh, yeah, I know where you're going. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Bradford picked Florida State for the people who couldn't hear. Um, he put an F on there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, I'm also going to go with the nim- uh, the Niminals. The Seminoles. <laughs> they uh, 
kind of begrudgingly, like I probably feel like it may not be the best of ideas, but um, the pass kid, as you said, is their starter. But he was hurt last yeah, week. Yeah, he definitely right? is not. He did not practice today. I do know that I for sure. I think he did practice. Today. Oh, sorry, yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. He, he yeah, practiced he didn't today. Practice. Okay. Um, but I know he had a lower leg injury. So even if he does play, I don't know that he's a hundred percent. Jesus Christ! I'm watching. I, and pull the curtains back. I'm watching Bradford, our producer, right on the board, and he put LU instead of UL. So. <laughs> Louisville University instead of my The good God. news is, is he's changing it now. Um, okay. This smishmortion's got to be done. Yeah. Uh, Texas A&M is at home, correct? Yes. They are giving... Uh, are they at home? If they're at home, the numbers should be bigger. I think they're Texas, at Auburn. Texas A&M is at home. Oh, yes. Love it. Texas A&M is minus four at home versus yep. Auburn? Yep. Uh, I'll let you go first for this one. Let me pick this one? Yeah. Uh, give me the Fighting Jimbos. That's Tam U... For the people at home? Yep, correct. Oh, my gosh, Bradford. This is a smishmortion again. Brad's going here? Yep. He can't pick next. Yeah, he's got to go next. Who you got? Tammy. Excellent. Give me Auburn. Were you going Auburn the whole way? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Cool. I don't feel like I have to make up ground this early in the year. No, you don't have to at all. Hey, Brad, we're going to we're gonna audible real quick, and we're going to go with uh, – are Long you good? I'm actually good with Oklahoma State and Texas. Yeah, me too. What's the line? Five. Five. All right, bet. Oklahoma State or Texas minus five? Texas minus five. Where's it at? Let it marinate. Um, I mean, it's at Texas. I know it's at Texas, but I'm going to confirm that because I like to confirm things. Texas it's minus It's at Texas five. minus five. Oklahoma State is uh, undefeated against the spread this year. Ooh, nugget. Yeah, it's a nug. Um... Ooh, man, that's tough. I'm not picking this one first. I've already picked first. Brad, Brad's picking first. And then you're picking. Okay. I'm going with Texas. I like it. Give me the second best skill position player in college football. I want Tylen Wallace and Oklahoma State. Yeah, I'm going OK State as well. I was going there before because they're undefeated against the spread. Hey, listeners, sitters. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much you guys enjoy football. I really don't. But if you enjoy good football and you enjoy just quality football players, Oklahoma State has two of them. Uh, Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, he's good. The running back from Oklahoma State, very good. Tylen Wallace, I'm telling you, is the second best receiver in college football, behind only Jerry Judy. And everybody knows how I feel about Jerry Judy. Tylen Wallace is that dude. Word. So just to recap. Um, Gators are not being picked anymore. So it's Seminoles, <laughs> Knowles, minus six and a half against Louisville. Um, Texas A&M is at home, minus four against Auburn. And we are going Oklahoma State, plus five at Texas. Um, so with those picks, if you do not include an emoji or some type of GIF with your picks, it's not going to count. I'm afraid we have some uh, bandwagoners um, on the front porch that are just seeing some of you real listeners tweets and picking games in order to get a free koozie not so fast my friend as mr corso would say gotta have some type of emoji or a gif in your uh pick in order for it to be counted and locked in i like your new rule here i like the rule change on the on the fly it's solid yeah don't don't tell people though because if they're not a listener they're not they're not a real one so we're gonna move on move on past them right yeah and we'll figure for you guys that have, that have already won a koozie we'll figure something out i don't know exactly what just yet we Maybe. got some stuff up our sleeves so we're working on some things so. sleeve shirt got it all right <clears throat> yeah so uh 
Yeah, I mean, that's it for picks, and uh, we're going to jump into a little Florida football here. Uh, yeah, before we get there, no um, no spot picks, right? We no like domination anything. picks this week. I, I looked, and there was no spots that were – there was no look-ahead spots. There was no uh, big spots from the previous week that would carry over. There was only one that was close, and I, I didn't like it enough to, to bet yeah. it. Um, we don't we don't bet it. We don't you don't force a bet. So. No, we're not we're not forcing plays. So three and two on the spot picks this week. I went one and two last week. Um, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. But I, I mean, I've said from the beginning, sixty percent is is where your where your goal is, and right now we're at sixty percent. So yeah. Hey, Let's keep it. We want to be. Um, but yeah, now we can talk about a winning program. We'll go. We'll let the we'll let the winners go first. Uh, the University of Florida. Um, Want to recap last week? We can, uh, yeah, I can recap last week a little bit. I, I, I mean, yeah, we're watching it right now, actually, on replay. Um, kind of cool. Yeah, uh, Florida didn't play very good. I have to be honest; they didn't play very good. I, I said last week I thought it was going to be an ugly game. I, I, I compared it to Miami. I feel like it was. Uh, yeah, let me get one more. I feel like it was. Uh, it was pretty much. I mean, exactly how I, I pictured it in my head. It was. It was a struggle back and forth. Um, it didn't look good for a while. We called this exactly how it would play out, right? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to say that exactly, but no, yeah. I mean, it, literally I, to the T, this is what we said was going to happen. And it did. And and I'm okay with that. I knew it was going to happen. I didn't think that Felipe was going to go down and Trask was going to come in and play the way he did. Neither. Um, well, I'll get to Trask in, in a minute. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, so again, what I thought would happen would happen. Kentucky dominated the up front on the defensive line. Uh, Pascal had a great game. Cash Daniel had a great game. Yep. Uh, Square had a great game. All, all guys that we talked about before. That, I mean, they're they're NFL caliber players, man. They're they're good football players. That's a good football team. Yeah. I, I, they're solid. Listen, point I, blank period. They're solid. Now they may go to Mississippi State this week and get their face beat in, but that's still a solid football team. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully for for my guys, Florida Florida found a way to win, and that's what that's what winning programs do. They find ways to win, and that's. You know, people can say a lot about Dan Mullen, but Dan Mullen preaches preaches finding ways to win and uh, and, and kind of setting the standard to a new new level and uh, back to the hashtag Gator standard. And that's that I honestly believe that's what he's getting us back to. And uh, you know, I, I commend him for for winning ugly. I, it is what it is at this point. You have to find a way to win that type of game. Period. It, good programs can win that game. Teams programs. And uh, again, I, uh, objective Seminole fan here. Like I can say that Florida's a good program. They find a way to win that ball game that they were in. The same down the down the road in Tallahassee, they're in a similar type of ball game. They don't find a way to win it. They can't make the winning plays. They're close, but it's not there right now. So close don't count, right? It's ain't yeah. horses and hand grenades. So I mean, like you said, I think I think Mullen maybe left a little bit to be desired so far this year, but. They're winning. They're winning the games. Like yeah. so. So then, in, in that very next breath, no, he, there's nothing left to be desired. You know what I mean? He's finding a way to get it done. I'm going to touch on that in just a second. But going back to this past week, I really, I'm I personally as a fan, I'm proud of the way they they uh, they battled it through adversity. Mm-hmm. Felipe going down. And listen, as much as fans give Felipe hell, that team absolutely loves Felipe Franks. Yeah, I mean they love him. Um, Grenard getting getting beat up. Uh, yeah. Zuniga getting beat up. Yeah. Uh, Henderson not playing really at all. Um, Marco Wilson being on the field. Marco Wilson getting abused. I have to say this about Marco though. He was in position a lot. He just didn't finish plays. I think. I think with time. I think with time, he's going 
to finish those plays and be okay. But it, he does have some rust factor to him. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's yeah. what I was getting at. He is not a bad player in the sense that he doesn't have the skill. He has rust. Dude, the position he plays, you can't have rust. No. Why do you think a corner can be in the NFL one year and the next year can't? Because he lost a half step, and a half step is enough to get your ass out of the league. Right. If you have a little bit of rust, a half step of rust, even in the college football, but specifically in the SEC, it's over, man. Yeah. Not over, but you're not going to be able to make that play. No, and he didn't. He got beat multiple times. And again, I, I'm with you in the sense. I'm with you. He was in position. He's just not. I truly don't think he's 100% to where he trusts his body right now. He has, yeah. he has rust. No, then that's... So you can't have rust at that position. And, yeah, and truly be successful. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, But, yeah, no, but, I again, I do think by the end of the year, Marco's going to be Marco's going to be tough to handle. But right now, he's, you know, he's it is of, what it is. A bit of a liability at this point. A, a touch, yeah, especially against bigger receivers whenever... Again, like you said, it's a position where you have to you have to be fully confident in your ability and yourself right. and your body. And, and your body. And right now, I think he's confident in all that, but he, he's just a step slow or, or, or mentally a step slow right. more than physically probably. But and that's okay. That's part of life. But um, with all that being said, they still won the game. Found a way to win. That's the key. So let's move on to this week, Tennessee. Tennessee, I don't think poses – and here's why I didn't want to do Florida minus 14.5 against Tennessee this week because I don't think Tennessee poses the same threats. Defensively, the front seven at Tennessee – now, I think they got one and a half sacks all year this year. Not very pretty. They're, they're not as good in the front seven, which is where Florida can get beat bad right now. Right. I don't know if you watched the right side of the offensive line, but mm-hmm. Lance and Black are terrible. Yeah. I mean, they, were, they're, they weren't very good this past week. Right. They may not be terrible, but this past week they, were, they got beat down. Uh, Black pulled a lot and got beat a lot. It wasn't good. But that's, a real de- that's a real defensive line, though. That, but that's what we said last week. Them boys... Four of their front seven are NFL players, yeah. and the other three aren't bad college players. And then they rotate guys in that are that are fresh that right. can play. It's no. not like they're bad football players. I, you won't see that in Tennessee. I agree. No, and Tennessee doesn't have the ability in the front seven to 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 get pressure on the quarterback. Right. So that means they're going to have to bring pressure, and then things are going to be opened up for the receivers. I, I just don't. I don't think Tennessee can keep it within fourteen. I really don't. And I, I think that Florida can can kind of get the best of them. I agree. I don't. I don't really even. I mean, me personally, I don't have very much to preview on this because I don't think it'd be very much of a game at all. Um, I think the numbers should be closer to twenty-one than fourteen. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Dis- I don't disagree with that. I actually, so, I, mean, I, I just don't. I don't think they. Honest to God, I don't think they stand a chance. I mean, he, I agree. The only the only thing that I don't like about Tennessee is they got two big receivers on the outside that can actually go make plays. Jennings and Callaway both can make plays. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think their quarterback. No. Is very good, uh, Garantino, no. whatever his name is, Garantano. Yeah, right, I, yeah. yeah, he's not good enough, really. And if Florida's front seven can create, our front, I guess the front four can create pressure, then it's a wrap. They have pretty good recruits on the offensive line, right? Like, don't they have two five stars across the front? Is, uh, if they're not five, they're high fours. Yeah, but I mean, they're big time offensive linemen, but they have not produced whatsoever. Yeah. So I don't I don't foresee that being the issue at all. Now my question, and I, I know you're going to get there, so I yeah. hope I hope I don't throw you too far off. I know you're good. Trask, yep. Um, what's your opinion on that? What's your what's the the feeling on that? Like, because just for me as an outsider and an ex coach, like 
and I and I I do value Dan Mullen as a coach. I value his decision making. I think he knows what the hell he's looking at. Right. For for people to dismiss Felipe Frank so quick, and I know you're not a, a, a Felipe Frank's apologist, but for people to just dismiss him so quick and move on to Trask, I get that's what you have to do because you don't have anything. You have no other option. But like, I mean, he saw him. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Dan Mullen saw them practice. He's the quarterback guru. Saw them practice every day. And, and went with Franks. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't you? Uh, my my take on it is, I think that Franks was probably the better quarterback. Here's the thing about Franks and Trask. Franks has the ceiling that nobody else has. Okay. Yeah. His ceiling is so high, and I think honestly, I truly believe that part of this is Dan Mullen being a little egotistical and saying every mm. everybody. In Gainesville, I mean, no, I'm not going to say they hate Felipe, but at that time when he came in, yeah. people were done with Felipe Franks. Yeah. Period. They were done with Felipe Franks. So I think a part of that is, is his ego saying, if I can make Felipe Franks a, a quality college starter, then I really am the man. <laughs> you know Fair. what I mean? And so I think that was part of it. I personally have been to four or five practices that were closed to the yeah. public. Mm-hmm. There wasn't one that I left saying that Felipe Franks was the best quarterback in the program. Really? Not one. I know High, you've been on Trask for a while. Highest ceiling, yes. Best quarterback, I just don't – he he just is too slow with his decision-making, and that's part of the problem. And, he, and, and uh, Hammond touched on it yesterday in, in a little interview. I think it was with um, Feinbaum. But he said that, uh, you know, the one thing that's different about Trask is he's, his decisiveness. He's quick making his decisions, and he's going to get the ball out of, his, out of his hands. Right. Here's my thing with Trask. He'll make three or four throws that, I mean, you're, you're going to be like, why in the hell hasn't this kid been starting from the beginning? He is a stud. He is so good. And then he'll get happy feet and start fading and make a, just a, a stupid-ass throw to a defensive lineman's chest and you're like, how in the hell did that, like, did you just do drugs and I didn't know it? Like, how did that happen so quick? So, if you think that Trash is going to come in and just move the ball. Now, I will say this, against Tennessee, he's going to look good. He, he, looked, he will look good. He looked good against Kentucky? That's because they haven't seen him. Mm, is the game plan that much different with them two? Yes. You think so? Yeah, because they know he's getting rid of the ball. Oh, I, I, Now I, you have film, Trash is getting rid of it. He ain't holding it. He ain't taking very many sacks. He's getting rid of it. Felipe is going to... One thing I can say about Felipe is one Felipe is one his arm is he has a cannon. Trask has a good arm. Felipe has a different type of arm. Yeah. Two Felipe's pretty damn accurate with the ball whenever he's got time. A hundred percent. Felipe when he rolls right is pretty damn accurate with the football. Right. He's gonna put the ball in spots where his guy can catch it. He's and, like deceptively mo- like mobile too. I don't know what Trask is. I I, I mean Trask I'm, is deceptively deceptively mobile. Similar too. in that sense then. Yeah. He he's probably in this system, maybe even a little bit of a better runner, better runner because he's going to put his head down and get you three or four extra. Right. Like, he's not going to... Well, surely Dan Mullen will limit some of that shit now with... I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, my God. I really don't. But... He would be silly not to, then. I'll, I'll say that. If you if you have to run... If you don't have to run him, you guys don't need to be running him. Mm, yeah, I, I agree, but I, I do think that he... I mean, you get, that's part of his game. Like, he, mm. he's going to... The quarterback's got to run in his offense. Although Felipe doesn't run a whole lot, so no. I don't think that I don't think that'll change much. I think that he'll coach Trask into being smarter and not going head first into a, yeah, you know, yeah. a linebacker's right. chest. But I don't uh, I don't think that he's going to completely call off the the quarterback run play. I think the zone read is still going to be there. I think the design draw is still going to be there. 
I, I just don't think it's going to happen as often as maybe it could yeah. if he had three healthy quarterbacks. If he does that, then he's playing with a little bit more fire than if I was a fan that I would want. Right. And I get you got to do what you do, but right. eh, you also do that when you have a, a full room. Right. So, But with Trask, again, I think that I don't think that he'll get exposed until Auburn, and I think that's mm-hmm. when, when things will get uh, – we'll see how good he really is then. Yeah. When he's um, asked to win a game, when he's uh, yeah, when he's asked to win a game, and I, I do think Emory Jones plays, and I think he plays pretty a pretty good fair amount. Okay, I think he plays a lot against Towson um, the next week, but I, I think he, he he'll have packages, and I think he'll get full drives. I don't think that it's going to be like, hey, here go take two plays, and right. Then, I, I think you. I think keep if, in the rhythm. Right, I think he'll get a, a rhythm in, and you know we'll see what happens from there. But I do think that he'll get a full drive um, at least in the first three or four drives mm-hmm. by the end of the first quarter i think emory's in there and he's he's running a, a drive gotcha um don't know that for certain just my opinion um but yeah trask is trask is a guy that's going to get the ball out quick he's going to make quick decisions sometimes they're not going to be correct and he, he's he's okay with that he's confident in whatever decision he makes which i do love that about him um he, he's 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 gonna like i said throw balls where he is like a damn fadeaway jumper so Gator fans get ready for some some dumb shit because I'm telling you, if he gets heated up, it's gonna happen where he throws one off his back foot and he's gonna throw a pick and and you can't get mad at him for it. That's just the way he is. So that's my take on that. And again, I think that I think Florida can actually handle Tennessee's front seven pretty well. I think they'll get the run game going early, which they couldn't do against Kentucky because they just weren't good enough to do it. Yeah, I think that uh, P Ryan Pierce get get going early. Um, I think Emory Jones kind of helps that flow a little bit. And then, uh, again, I think Florida runs away with it, and we'll see what happens after that. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I don't really have anything else other than does uh, the quarterback change change your outlook on the like whole outcome, the season outcome like as a whole? Does it change anything for you? I can't say that it does. No, no. I mean, I, I think I that figured I, that would be the answer. I honestly think that uh, Mullen opens the playbook up a little bit more because I think that uh, not. I shouldn't say more. It's a different. It's going to be a different kind of type of game plan. If that makes any sense, like Felipe is very good with the deep ball. He's he's good with the crossing routes. Trask is better at getting the ball out, getting it to the playmakers quicker. So I think the game plan changes a touch. But uh, as far as overall outlook. I I, going to LSU is still scary. Yeah. Going to South Carolina is still scary. Playing Auburn at home is still scary. And uh, going Auburn. to Jacksonville and playing Georgia is a is a shitty four game stretch. That's going to be hell. You and got them four in a row. Yeah, four in a row. And if you're not ready to freaking play all four, you're going to get your ass whooped. And that's just the way it is. I I do think that they'll be that's ready. Brutal. But oh my god, that's I, so brutal. Again, I think that whenever whenever Auburn comes out, and I don't think Auburn's an elite football team. I think they're good enough to cause some some damage, but I don't think they're an elite football. I don't think they're the, one of the top eight best teams in the country. I just don't, which is where they're at right now. Um, they have a top. They have a top five front seven. Maybe exactly. maybe maybe top three. Mm, they're they're very good. I'll say that they're very good. And whenever they come out and punch Florida in the mouth early, you'll see real quick how how that team responds. And I think that'll be that'll be the key to the season. Truthfully, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Anything else, Bradford? You good? I'm good. All right. If anybody, if any sitters have any questions, I, I don't really care. Yeah. Don't man. ask me. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. <Ask me. laughs> wow. All right. Enough about uh, enough about Florida. Let's go into Florida yeah, State. I have to. God. Yeah. I have to ask. I, 
<clears throat> I had both TVs going, but I, I you know, obviously I was focused on one. Right. Um, but you know, I, I was, I was, I looked at the other one too. I have to ask though, are you encouraged by the performance that Florida State put up there uh, against Virginia on Saturday? All right. So there's like kind of two sided here. So as a Seminole fan, uh, a traditionalist, a purist of what the expectation should be no because there's no such thing as a moral victory right i'm very much so the belief of that however it is not traditional florida state right now we are who the hell we are and we're not a good football team we are not a great football program we're not a good football program so the product that we put on the field against virginia it is encouraging in the sense that it was better. Like, they should have won the game. They were in a position to win the game on the road against a well-coached. I, Virginia isn't the same Virginia. Like, the Bronco Mendenhall has done a damn good job with those guys. Agreed. They're extremely well-coached. I saw some stat about um, they have one four-star. But it's the same people saying that stars don't matter. It <laughs> grosses me out. That shit grosses me out. Florida it's weird. State, Florida State has 39 four-star, five-stars, and Virginia only has one. But it's the same people saying, oh, forget stars. You can't measure heart and height and all that bullshit. So which way is it? Like, they're a good football team. They have football players. They're well coached. And Florida State was in a position to beat them down the stretch. I kind of alluded to it earlier. They're just not a winning football program right now. They they just don't know how to win. You've coached teams that were winners. And, and yeah. you, you're a winner. I'm a winner. Like, I'm going to find a way to beat you. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to find a way. Yep. They don't have enough of that right now. They have too much loser blood um, on the team to, to find a way to win that game late. But, hell, they're two plays away from being 3-0. and Now it would be a very fraudulent 3-0, and but they would still say 3-0 and and nobody would care. Yeah. So to answer your question, long-winded, and I apologize, which I wasn't going to be. But, yeah, no, I am, I am encouraged with the product for the most part just because of, of who they are right now. Any recap from last week, or you just want to jump straight into Louisville? Um, I mean, I'll touch on last week a little bit. Um, as far as and it, and it could be because I'm a defensive guy, and maybe it just is what it is. And I'm from Columbia County, and never really had a high-powered offense. So when I see that type of points get scored, I'm like, yeah, that's enough to win. Um, the offense performed good enough to win. Uh, I think that the issue people have with the offense is like the recency, uh, like the last drives, the last quarter. Yeah, they weren't clutch. I, again, they don't know how to win. So it's the last thing. It's what's most fresh, the third and six drop, or or James Blackman missing the guy streaking down the left side on the third and six drop, or him missing Tamori and Terry. Yeah, that happened in the fourth quarter at a crucial time, so everybody remembers that and points back to that. But if that drop happens, because there were those same type of drops in the first quarter, nobody's talking about it. So they're not clutch. It's, again, it goes back to that loser blood. Like, find a way to complete that pass. He's running butt naked in the secondary. Put it on him and let them go play overtime or let them not even have – they don't even get the ball back. We have a lead at the point, a one-point lead. So, you know, it's six minutes to go with a one-point lead against Virginia. Like, finish the game. Right. Finish the game. So, I think the offense played good enough to win. Um, the defense is still bad. Um, but, in my opinion, they took baby steps to getting better. Number five didn't play very much. He's freaking terrible. Dontavious Jackson, he is awful. Um, you know, one thing I had an issue with is the receivers did not challenge. Bryce Perkins is a good quarterback as far as being efficient. Um, I wouldn't say he's super effective with his accuracy down the field, but he can be efficient and get his guys balls in good spots. 
in the intermediate game. And for whatever reason, Florida State's defensive coaches um, gave him the short stuff and didn't make him beat them with his arm. And that's that just – I'm just <laughs> – I don't understand that. Like, interesting to me because after – I read, and I, I didn't hear it, but I read after the game that uh, Willie said that – it's actually Sunday or Monday, whenever the presser was. Uh, Monday, obviously. He said uh, that Perkins was a better better thrower than they gave him credit for. Yeah, so I can't defend it. I won't ever try to defend it. Basically, anything he says in a press conference is terrible. Um, <laughs> whether he throws somebody on the bus on purpose or not, he's constantly doing that. I don't get that shit. I like, don't think he does it on purpose. I really I don't, don't. But that's not good then. I, well, I agree with that as well. So, like, the, uh, the Georgia Tech press conference, uh, Jeff Collins, that was refreshing as shit for him to stand up there in front of everybody, just got beat by the Citadel, and took all of it. I can't tell you enough how much I enjoyed Jeff Collins. No. I love Jeff Collins. I think no. he's going to turn Georgia Tech into a, a, a very good ACC 100%, team. 100%. 100% agree. But that's how you handle it as a coach, a grown man. That's how you handle that. You stand in there, you take it in the chest, and you say, okay, it's on me. I'm not I'm not pointing out Kendall Brown's called the last play. I'm not pointing out this. I'm not. I'm the head coach. It, the buck stops with me. It's on me. I'm not going to say that he completed 17 passes in a row. Like that, whether you like the DC or not, you can't air him out. Right. You hired him. Bingo. So, you know, um, so I don't get that. I don't get the game plan. I think it was bad. Um, I think Bronco did a good job on and his staff as did a whole as far as creating a game plan and adjusting, which just took what Florida State gave him, which was everything underneath. Um, didn't make him throw anything, anything difficult really, and never challenged him vertical. So they were just playing too soft in coverage, whether it be zone or man, which was an issue. I feel like they should have challenged the damn receivers and made Bryce Perkins beat him over the top. Um, so, I, I, again, that part sucks. Um, but another another thing that I think – well, I don't want to get too far ahead. But, I mean, as far as the defense is concerned, I'm, there's this dumbass narrative going out go, – excuse my language – going around. That's, um, the, that's not the worst thing you've said today. <laughs> oh, it's not? I no, think it is. No, no, there it is, yeah. I didn't say anything bad on the air. You didn't say you didn't say shit earlier. Oh well, I said ass. That's worse. Okay, my bad. <laughs> you got me out here saying bad words twice. Um, but like, no, listen. So people are saying, okay, time of possession, because you know the big the big deal is tempo, 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 tempo. Right? right. As a defensive coach, your job is to get off the field, no matter what. Third down. Right. That's where every defensive coordinator in America puts an emphasis on third down. At Columbia High School, when you drop a, a defender drops the interception at practice on first or second down, it's 10 push-ups. If they drop it on third down, it's 30. Because, damn it, we got to get off the freaking field. Everyone does that. Everyone puts an emphasis on third down. Get your ass off the field. So this bull crap about time of possession, uh, the offense is going too fast, putting the defense on the field, okay, I, I, I hear you, and I'm going to raise you. So... If you say the the number of drives on a national average for per team is thirteen drives, it's about it's like twelve point seven nine, but it rounds to thirteen. Mm-hmm. Thirteen drives and a defense has to defend a game, right? Florida State's defense defended eleven drives in the game, seventy two plays. Uh, maybe don't allow them to get first downs. They had, <laughs> they, listen, they had seems freaking, simple. Yeah, it's not hard. I mean, four of their eleven drives were nine-plus plays. Four of the 11. They only had to defend 11. But out of the 11, four, almost half, were over over nine plays. Right. 
that's a problem for the defense. That is not on the offense. Yep. If I went, when I was the defensive coordinator and Brian was the offensive coordinator and he was running it up on people and going fast as hell and they didn't score every time. They scored a lot, but they didn't score every time. <laughs> so they would go three and out in 40 seconds. I could not I could how can I be No, it's our job. Okay, whatever. We'll go get back on the field and get a three and out. Get your ass off the field. So that whole garbage about being tired in the fourth quarter, I'm not try, I'm not trying to hear any of that. It's your own fault. Get off the field. So I, 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 that's just my take on it. If you guys have a different one, please let me know. But an offense scores that many points against a, a Bronco Mendenhall defense, so you can say what you will about him, you know, being from BYU and a Mormon and all that, whatever you want. He has damn good defenses always. always. Yep. So they scored that many points. That's enough to win. So I have no issue with the offense again. Have none. Um, they need to. They need to be better, of course. But but they've gotten better. So. But I think there's some changes. I guess we, that's where we can kind of segue into this week. Um, I think Coach Levitt is showing up a little bit. Yeah. I talked to somebody in the in the program, and um, everyone already knows this. Uh, Jaden Woodby is moving from inside linebacker to outside linebacker, so you know how I feel about that. He had no business ever being, I'm not sure, on the field. I guess we'll find out if he deserves to be on the field this week because everybody said moving to outside linebacker is so much better. I, I think you might be right, but we're, we're about to find out. Right. So, I hope so. Um, but he's not going to be inside linebacker. They're moving Emmett Rice over to, it's called the money position, which is basically Sam linebacker. He'll be on the weak side. Of, he'll be an inside linebacker on the weak side of the field. Um, and then they're going to they're going to move Leonard Warner, who I saw a stat today that said he was 178th out of 182 outside linebackers in the country in pass coverage. So, stop putting him 6'4", 250 out there covering a slot receiver or running with a, a running back on a wheel route. Stop. Like, okay, in theory, the, the theory or the thought process is we want him at the line of scrimmage, right? Right. But as a defensive coach, we have to react to what the offense gives us. So, as an offensive coach, my job is to say, okay, how can I put 35's gigantic ass in space? <laughs> oh, it's called formation them to death. I'm going to put his ass because I can I can dictate where he goes by the formation I give you. Right. And then now I can make you do something that he wasn't designed to do. Everyone's done it. Now, week four, we're going to change it. So they've moved him to inside linebacker. He'll play Mike backer this week. Dontavious Jackson is now the backup to Emmett Rice. Um, so no more to Kalen Brooks. Thank God he had no business on the field ever. So he's like third string, I believe. And um, the freshman from IMG, Jalil McCray, is now the backup inside backer behind Leonard Warner, who I'm not crazy about him, but no matter what, it's better than five and six. So yeah. it took four weeks, but we finally, I hope, they, they stick to what they did today, but they finally have got better bodies at inside linebacker, and they've now moved six into his natural position. Kind of feel bad for the kid because he didn't ask to play inside linebacker. Right. He was placed there by need, necessity, by somebody having a, a good idea, and that's air quotes, um, a good idea. Um, but he's actually going to go to like a more natural position. They basically play that star position like a hybrid safety uh, linebacker kind of guy. So I think, I think, I think it'll be better this week. Well, it'll, it will be better this week because it can't be worse um, <laughs> as far as like the personnel is concerned. But, yeah, no, that's all. That's oh, a, oh, one thing of note is DJ Matthews, who didn't show up to practice one day last week, in case you Simmons fans didn't know that. No, no, no. He didn't come to one day of practice, not one meeting. They have like three or four a day. He didn't come to a meeting. He didn't come to a practice. He showed up to the damn facilities 
uh, the day that they were leaving on the buses to head to the airport, thinking he was going to get his ass on the bus. Coach Taggart and company said, hey, man, take your ass to Jacksonville. You're not traveling. He didn't travel. So you idiot saying he was on the sideline, you're dead ass wrong. He didn't get on the bus. Nope. Yeah. So, good. yeah, this week, um, today, he didn't get a single rep. So he's running around saying he's going to transfer if he doesn't play Saturday. Kick rocks, cuz. Kick rocks. So that's the DJ Matthews update. I think he's a really talented player. But, man, he's just really been a problem. He's been a real problem. So at some point, being a problem overcomes some of the, the, the stuff you can do on the field. So... We may get into that in a little bit later as yeah, well. I think. Yeah, I think. I think. I think we may touch on that later. But I do think Florida State beats Louisville. Um, yeah, I was just about to ask that. No, I really do. I don't know necessarily cover, but I do think. I do think that they're uh, at least what I got today was that they're they haven't quit. They haven't gave up. They're they're still somewhat galvanized. They're still going to play hard. Um, and I think as long as they do that, they can beat Louisville. I know that's not a tall task, but Louisville's not a bad team either with their coaching staff from Appalachian State. Yeah, they've got they've gotten a lot more uh i'm not gonna say better but more uh well, they're competitive better, well they're way better than last year well they're way better than last year but they compete they seem to compete well they yeah they they, they believe in what they're doing mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so and i guess yeah. that's kind of what i was getting at with, in tallahassee is the fear is so they made they made steps in the right direction florida state did last week they still come over with a loss um but i think they're they're taking steps in the right direction the fear what derails heading in the right direction is when you no longer believe in the message you're hearing and so at least what i'm hearing is that's not the case yet um they still are are buying into the message and are still going to play hard um and so so that's a plus and then the last thing joy and then I'll, I'll i'll throw it to you is coach taggart um the message to the team today was listen you're still florida state and I, again this is coming this is a coach talking to his team so the, right you're still florida state Virginia celebrated like they won a national championship they against sure beating did. you. So it's still they're they're the team that they're twenty four in the country at home, storm the field and all that crazy shit. Everyone so their backs y'all's backs are against the wall. But at the end of the day, damn it, you're still Florida State. Virginia celebrated like they just won a, the the national title in a damn farm burner. They should have damn blow your ass out on. So that was the message today. I think it was well received. So. I mean, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic about Saturday. Inside heat, let's go. There you go. All right, sitters, so we're gonna switch it up a little bit. <clears throat> go from college to a little NFL talk. I had my cousin today. Woo! I was talking to him through a uh, text message, and uh, he's a, he's a loyal listener as well. And uh, I just asked him what he wanted to hear about because you know I like to like to let the sitters pick some some topics. For sure. So he actually sent me a, like a list of like five questions, and I think they're all pretty valid. So we're going to go over all of them because why not, right? Yeah, no. I'm they're... actually going to start with the one that he sent last because I think <laughs> this is by far the most intriguing. I think it's excellent. <clears throat> um, so obviously Kansas City right now is, mm-hmm. is something different. Yeah, juggernaut. Okay? Juggernaut. We'll call it that. As, the, as a former defensive coordinator and one of the most brilliant minds I've been around – Thankfully, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how would Chris Martinez, the defensive coordinator, stop or control or handle the Kansas City offense? Whew, that's a that's heavy. Um, appreciate the intro there, sir. Um, first, I need some really really good players. <laughs> <laughs> I need some really good players, but I think I think it's impossible to stop Kansas City. I think you can only hope to slow them down or make life make life tough for them. 
So you got to hope for some rain, some real cold weather. So you just hit him with the Stuart Scott. Yeah, that's it. Can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. You can only hope to contain him. And and you can try to do that. Like, my initial thought was, okay, I'm going to try and force Mahomes left. Um, But I I looked at Joe. I thought, yeah, he throws no passes rolling to his left. So um, (laughs) hard pass on that. Um, It pretty much came down to Mahomes. Like, that's where it starts and finishes. Obviously, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. So you have to make it uncomfortable for him. Um, And I don't know... Initially, you would say, okay, rush him, like blitzing and blitzing, but you, you, you can't blitz him because he's, he's surgical and he will eat your ass alive. So I think... And he has playmakers everywhere. Right. He has so many weapons, which is why I don't think you can stop him. I only think you can slow him down. But but it starts and ends with him. Um, because with those same playmakers, if you put a, a Gardner Minshew or whatever the hell his name is out the quarterback, it doesn't matter. It, it, he can have all those playmakers in the world. He's, he's not the same. Can't get it done. Right. So it, he Mahomes touches the ball every single play, which makes him the most important guy to stop. As a defensive coordinator, when I faced a good quarterback, it made me the most uncomfortable because he touches the best player, touches the ball on every play. So it starts and ends with him, in my opinion. Um, So I'm going to, I think we're going to post a video um, later on. We most certainly are. Okay. So after we record this, we're going to, I'm going to get on the board. I actually just did it a second ago and Joey insisted that we must, we must do that. But you you play what they call like a rat coverage, um, or some people call it robber. But robber is more the zone terminology. Rat is more like the man to man. And so essentially, what you do is you you eliminate one player by playing him man to man, and then you'll play like some type of zone, like a two read, a match zone coverage off of that. So so for basketball people, it's it's kind of like a box and one, right? Where you're playing man to man on one guy. But the rest are, are like a matchup zone type, right? And so okay. you're gonna take you're gonna take their best player away, or the guy they like to go to in that situation it might be a Travis Kelsey in the red zone. Like we may we may play Rat on Travis Kelsey. Um, the, the reason Rat looks good is it looks like a zone coverage. You don't know who we're gonna play the Rat the man to man on, and you don't know who we're gonna read which route we're gonna read. Um, it's still gonna be some type of two read, but uh, it. It's called rat coverage. So, but but as a DC, we can play games of who we're going to play, who's going to be the rat, like who's going to eliminate which receiver. Um, and so, it really can cause confusion because it can look like cover three, it can look like straight man, you know, man one, um, but it may turn into cover two with with one guy being manned up somewhere else. So, yeah. I'll go over that in a minute. Just as again, you're not going to stop him, but I think you can. I think you could slow him down. Trust me, teams are doing it. <laughs> like yeah, that, it ain't like they don't know. No, they're they're running they're running that and then maybe to a tenth degree, you know. So, um, but as far as what the what you're trying to do, I think it may shed a little bit of light on people. Just think like it's man to man or cover two or cover three. It's not quite not quite that. So yeah. we'll we'll get on the board and, and take a peek at that here in a little bit. So you sitters, you listeners, check out. I guess it'll probably be what four or five hours after we drop this episode. We'll go ahead and yeah, drop we'll give, the video. We'll give everybody a chance to listen, and right. then uh, and then we'll drop the whiteboard talk. Yeah. And I promise you this, you don't want to miss it. It'll be well worth your time. Yeah, it'll, it'll open your eyes. I mean, seriously, it's uh, I'm not the only one that knows this shit, but it's it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff, and it's what's being ran like by your college teams, your NFL teams, and so you really can see some of this stuff where it's good. It's good stuff. I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, fun fact, Andy Reid's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> yeah. 
All right, so some some pretty big quarterback injuries this weekend. Uh, you had Drew Brees with a thumb. That was that was uh, yeah, that was bad. Going to be out several weeks. Eight, eight, I think six to eight. Eight, but is he going to be ready to go after week eight? It's going to be tough. Something and no. Yeah, and then you have Big Ben, Ooh. who I'm not sure exactly what yeah. he had. Uh, I know he threw a pass and elbow like immediately. Kind of bizarre. Yeah. And so usually like kind of Tommy John type stuff. I was but, thinking that, like baseball, yeah. Yeah, but they didn't – I mean, nobody said that. So I don't know exactly what it is. But I, they did put him on season-ending IR, not designated to return IR. So he is not coming back this year, which means Mason Rudolph for the Pittsburgh Steelers is coming in and uh, Teddy Bridgewater for the Saints mm-hmm. are coming in. But do you think this is the end of the road for either of them? Um, Drew Brees, no. Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, probably. I feel like he's been – a lot closer to his end anyways. Agreed. You know what I mean? So I think even though the age disparity is a little bit like obviously Breeze is older, but right. And I know that I know that like, okay, but they both was on the throwing arm, right? Yes. So like the thumb is not ideal as a quarterback. I get that you have to grip the football, but your elbow is in my opinion, is might be a little bit more important. And then not to mention like Drew Breeze is going to come back this year. And even if he doesn't, I still think he does next year. Yeah, he, without play without hesitation at all next year. He plays again. I'm not so sure Big Ben plays. He's and he Big Big Ben has taken a lot of damn hits. A lot. Well, Drew Brees had some really bad surgeries too on his back, right? Like, didn't he break his back or something crazy like that, mm. or his neck or something? I'm, I know Peyton Manning did, but I feel like Drew Brees had some like pretty radical injury before he left the, um, Chargers the Chargers to go to New Orleans. Maybe wrong. We'll look at that in a minute. Yeah, I don't recall um, that. But it's not like he has a clean bill of health either. But I just think Big Ben is just – he's made his whole career. like He has a nickname Big Ben because he's just so hard to bring down. Like right. He just gets hit so much. Not so much anymore, but early, you know, he just I, – I do. So to answer your question, no, we're not, again, we weren't supposed to be long-winded, but I don't think – ever again is a long word for people, those guys that love football. I think they but, both try to come back. I, I, and I think Breeze is – a-okay. I think he's very successful. Breeze yeah. is a surgeon, man. He's so good back there. Yeah, Breeze will be um, back for sure. I have no – I don't have any reservation or doubt about him. They're, they're a completely different style of quarterbacks, though. And, and I think Big Ben needs – Yeah, to be healthier. To be he- – yes, exactly. To, to be to healthier. Game. I to, agree. To, do, to do his I thing. Think, I know it's kind of a cop-out, but if I had to pick one of the two, Big Ben's less likely to play again than Drew Breeze. I yeah. still think they both try to. I agree. Let me ask you this, though. This is kind of a, a side note to that. How do you think those teams do without their starting quarterbacks? Um, I think the Saints will be better than the Steelers. I like Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's... he's I think he played terrible this weekend. He did. But I also think that a lot of that, again, rust. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, you, you haven't played a, a truly meaningful snap in a long, long time. Three years. At all. And uh, so, I, Teddy, Teddy had game beforehand. Right, thank you. Kind of like I talked about Dak Prescott, like yep. you know, when you when you get put in good situations, it's amazing how things happen, right? Yep, I agree. Teddy always had very good ball placement. Yep, and uh, just didn't always have the uh, best situation around him. He I'll say that he has never had what he has right now. No, so I think that he'll he'll kind of pick up a little bit quicker. I think it'll take him a week or two to get right, and then I think that they'll be they'll be serviceable. I think his coach is better too. Sean Payton's pretty good. Yeah, Sean Payton's pretty good. Um, I also, however, I I believe in Mason Rudolph. I think I think he's going to be okay. He was at Oklahoma State. He was Oklahoma State. He can he can sling it. He's going to sling it. Um, is he as good as Big Ben? I mean, uh, probably no. not. Let's be real. But are the so, so you like Rudolph over Bridgewater moving forward? No. 
Okay, I make sure I got that right. No, 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 no. It sounded no, no. like it. But I, I, I don't think that either one of them should say, "Okay, we're not going to win football games anymore. Let's do something different." No, no. I, don't I think, think they both. If, if. Yeah, you can't go drop Michael Thomas or uh, Juju Smith-Schuster because it's backup. Right? No, no. no. I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah. Both of them. I agree. I, I don't think either one of them are going to be in just shitty situations. I think they both work their situation out okay. Yep. And if if New Orleans goes five hundred while while Breeze is out, they should be happy. Same with uh, same with Mason Rudolph. Honestly, if they go five hundred this year, I feel like that should be a win, and they should know that that's now their future. You know what I mean? Shout out to their organization. Yeah. Of having because nobody gives a damn about the backup quarterback until it's time for the backup quarterback to take a snap. Yeah. You know, but they have they have went and spent money spent New Orleans for sure uh, on and to on, keep to keep Teddy because right. Teddy had an offer to, to be to Miami. Miami Good. As he, their made right Ooh, right. he made the right call. Oh, he made the right call. True. But um. No, shout out to the organizations for for doing their work early before you can't you can never foresee one of these things. No, no, you can't. But like you, you can said, be prepared. Mason Rudolph spent the entire year last year on the practice squad, getting ready for this moment in the preseason. That kid looked really, really good. Yep. And that's why they got rid of Dobbs because they knew that they they or they didn't know, oh, but they felt like he's better. Oh yeah, they felt like Rudolph had turned into the better quarterback. Which I like Dobbs too, but you know that's a different thing. What's next? Uh, Jaguars. With the whole Jalen Ramsey situation, are they a dumpster fire or are they just a colorful football team? Um, you know what? You know what? I know we have a lot of Jaguar fans that listen. Yeah, the Jaguars are the Jaguars. What? Did, I mean, <laughs> they are who the hell they are. You know what I want to know? I want to know what Marone said. I do too. I want to know because. The two guys sitting beside Jalen Ramsey got up like that. Before he could even react. Before like, Ramsey reacted, they got up. Right. A Gatorade cup flew in the ground. You're telling me my man's going to throw some Gatorade on the floor if nothing bad was said? No. It he was said something, something that wasn't nice. It was freaking off color. It was something. He was out of line, I can assure you. I'm not a Doug Marone fan. Never have been. I said no, it before I this season. No, I haven't either. The times that we did, you know, all these teams and with a win, win loss record, and I told you guys, you did. I told you, you one, were. Nick Foles wasn't the answer. I know he's not there to defend himself right now on the field. He's not going to be the answer. He'll never be the answer. Gardner Minshew is not worse than Nick Foles. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, wow. Period. Okay. Gardner I'm Minshew not, is not worse than Nick Foles. I'm Doug not going Marone, down that rabbit hole with you. Doug Marone is the issue in, in Jacksonville. It has nothing to do with anything else. Nobody wants to be around Doug Marone, and they shouldn't. He's not a great NFL football coach. He should not be the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jalen Ramsey wouldn't be having these issues, although I don't necessarily I know you don't agree like with him. him. I know you don't like him. But so here's my thing. So if you're the head coach, you're the freaking head coach. Why have why are you going back for seconds? Like they had a disagreement once, all, you right. know, all coming off the field. And I'm sure Jalen Ramsey, listen, he probably said something he probably shouldn't have said. I'm gonna handle your ass in the locker room afterwards. Right. Like we're gonna find you. We're gonna that's how they handle that. Like Yes. <laughs> You're you're the coach. You're the head, the figurehead. Like you don't get to go as the head coach. Go after things have been somewhat settled. Like you've been separated. Things are calm now. In theory, I mean they're not right. calm, but no, they're calmer. But it's it's been distinguished as good as right. it's going to be. And then you go back over with the gas can and throw it back on the fire. He 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 brought the gas can with him. I don't know what he said, <laughs> but he did. He, he threw it back on him. What do you think is going to happen, man? That's a hot headed dude. He wants to win. Like his press conference today. That's yeah. Oh my god, I freaking loved it. Yeah, he's sassy as hell. Yeah, he. Like, like, <laughs> you you got to sassy if you want you, to. That's yeah, cool. yeah. Listen, we have a podcast. You gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be professional, man. You, this, this shit is on. Doc, this is documented. I agree. I, I will call it sassy. It is sassy. Um, he's sassy. He has a little attitude, right? Yeah. But the son bitch ain't lying. 
No, he's not. I want to win. I effing want to win. Like, period. Now, how you go about it, uh, that's on you. Kobe Bryant liked to win. He rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. MJ liked to win. He rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. True. You just don't have to like it. But I, I would like to know what was said because I feel like. I like your correlation there. Sorry, go ahead. It had to be something out of line. Like, the, the, the greats want to win. They don't give a damn about how or what or why or when. That's why them guys are jumping off of damn Miami. I haven't listen. If I'm Minka Fitzpatrick, he's catching a lot of heat, and this Thank is going to be an unpopular opinion, right? This is going to be unpopular, and I get that, but I don't give a damn either. If I'm there, yeah, I'm of them. I'm a, I'm gonna give you everything I got. But some of a bitch, if my management is tanking and wants me to lose, and, and doing it on purpose, and doing it on purpose, like it's, they're not trying to hide it. Hey man, yeah. And uh, if I say the F word, hey man, get me the hell out of here. I'm not a loser. I'm not with this. Ho shit. I don't want to be around this damn losing shit. I don't have this in me. I cannot. I couldn't function either. My Get man, me the yeah. fuck out of here. My man I came from Alabama. Him. Yeah. He, he ain't used to this shit. <laughs> no, he's ready to win. The hell out of here. I'm sure in high school he was a winner. You know and, why? Because he was the best player in the field at all times. He's catching shit for it. Guess nah, what? No, nah, nah, guess what? Miami was happy as hell. We yeah. got another another pick. Yeah. Same thing they did Tunsil. Get the hell out of here, man. Right. Which is crazy to me, man. Let me go back to let me go back to Ramsey real yeah, quick before bad. we talk about it. it's okay. So Ramsey, I loved your correlation with Kobe because Kobe at a young age wasn't Kobe at an old age. Nope. Kobe was very hated as a young age because he didn't understand how to act, how to go about it, and how to go about being a leader. Right. He wanted to win, didn't understand how to lead. Yeah. Later in Kobe's career, he understood how to lead, probably more thanks to Shaq than anything else. Right. But he still understood how to lead, and then. The perception of Kobe started changing. Mm-hmm. Now that Kobe's retired for a few years, people respect Kobe now more than they ever did as a player. That's how it goes. I mean, it is, but but no, you're not right for I, everyone. Know what you're saying is right. People respected Michael Jordan as a as a player then because he knew how to lead early. Yeah, he did. But he, but he demanded, he, and guess what? He got it though from his front office. Like he wasn't true. in. A, in he, and to answer your cousin's question, he wasn't sitting in a dumpster fire uh, that is Jacksonville. Which is a dumpster. It's fire. a shit show down there. That's the end of the. That's the end of the, the discussion right there. Period. All right, Miami, not part of the question. I mean, I'm posing this myself. So they got rid of Tunsil, young left tackle, one of the better left tackles in the game. Hundred million dollar man, young left tackle, one of the better left tackles in the game. He will get a hundred million dollar contract. They got rid of a young safety, Minka mm. Fitzpatrick. Good Who can football do it player. All? Who can do it all? Great football player. He can player. play corner. He can play safety. He can line up in the box. He can do it all. Like Derwin, it all. Like they Derwin had James. him practicing at every level of the defense in the offseason. They had him practicing at, uh, as an edge rusher, as an outside backer, as a safety, as a corner. They, they, he literally had to learn every position because they said they weren't sure where they are going to play him at any time. He is the NFL's prototypical defensive player. Him and Derwin James I was are, just about to say. They are what the NFL is looking for. Now, because you have to be that type of player, you have right. to be able to run, you have to be able to cover, you got to be physical. He's that, right? They did, they they shipped him. So, I if you're a Dolphins fan, it. I get he requested it, but it, well, but yeah, he requested because he had no choice. Yeah, I mean, you have to. They're last. In they every, want you to request. It. That's what they want, right? So, the Dolphins have I don't know thirty eight picks in and the first three rounds for the next three years. Yep, a lot of picks. Mm-hmm. They also have a lot of places to fill. So, so you got to have basically five O linemen, a quarterback, a running back, a receiver, maybe more than one. Yeah. A DB, two D linemen, two linebackers, 
and probably another another corner or safety. They right. still have Xavier Howard, who is one of the three best corners in the game. He's very good. So you're telling me that in the next three years you're not going to miss on a draft pick? Fuck out of here, man. Okay, hang you're going to miss on draft picks. They're not all going to be starters. Even worse, you're going to find one as good as Minka Fitzpatrick. There's not no. You may not find one in the next five years as with your pick and your spot as good as Minka Fitzpatrick. I've said many a many a times the 2020 NFL draft skill position wise on the offensive side is as good as I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you about the defensive side, but I know what I got in Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh yeah, you're damn right. And the kid can play football. And I sh- think that's uh, and he's a winner. He has that damn winner blood exactly. from Alabama, and you just shipped him off. Yeah. Nah. Nope. Nope. Can't do I it. hate what they're doing there. Two is not worth it. Nope. I think he's a good player now. I, Tua? I, yeah, I do. I really do. I think he's a good player. I, you and I have different opinions on Tua, and we got to keep it moving because he, of the time. Right. I think he's a good player. I don't know if he – is he capable of leading an NFL franchise? Is he worth all this? No. Right. No, 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 exactly. no, 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 no. Absolutely not. I don't, okay. know that, I don't know that anyone is. Not even Trevor Lawrence at this point. Oh, shit, Joey. Bro, you got to have a team around the man to, to Well, to I get it, but you don't need much. Yeah, you're right. Trevor is closer than Tua. I'll agree with that. Okay. They're a year early. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Two years, maybe. Clemson, they pay their players. Let's stay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to skip the running backs question because yeah. there's no time. Yeah, we got no time. Uh, AFC East, does anybody take a game in the AFC East? Not, uh, not overall, but in the AFC East, does anybody take a game from the Patriots? I'm going to throw that right back at you. You go first. No. I don't even, I don't think so either. No. I think I think what's fixing to happen, <laughs> what's fixing to happen in them uh, New England is it's about to be ridiculous. If AB plays all year, they, I don't think I don't know if they lose a game. No, he's gonna play all year. Ooh. Oh, he's gonna they play met, all year. They met with his accuser for ten hours yesterday. That's fine. You got and there's to say. a second accuser. Why did we take? Uh, why did it take ten hours? Because they were trying to figure it out. I guess I don't know. If right, he plays right. all year, they're gonna be tough to beat. If it, but if, I'm saying, but uh, I don't like to speculate because that type of shit. I hate that. But. Man, ten hours. Like, if if it's concrete, do we need ten hours to talk about it? No, wait, wait, we don't. Uh, listen, uh, uh, never mind. Uh, listen, yeah, we, not, yeah, we'll, we'll skip there. We'll skip it. All right, let me ask you this: any surprises, any disappointments, anything like that in the NFL that you can think of off the top of your head? Um, uh, I I did not expect. Um, I mean, I guess the injuries. You can know nobody could ever expect it. I thought I thought the Broncos would be better. I didn't. I know you hit a flacco from the jump. Yeah, I, I, I thought they'd be better on defense. Though I think, I, if I remember correctly, their win total was seven. Yeah, and I, I said from the very from the word yeah. go, please take the under and yeah, but, make your money. It'll be really but easy. Why is the defense worse? They have two elite pass rushers like Chubb right. and freaking Miller. Get it done. I agreed. But like, damn, they they can't get any type of pressure. I drafted in my fantasy league. We don't like to talk about fantasy football, but for the sacks alone, yeah, because I mean, damn, the cats are gonna get. 30 between the two of them, maybe maybe 40 if they have a good year. As it is, looking, not looking like it right now. No. They just don't have much. I don't think they have much else around them. No, I know. I mean, I like, you know. What, Harris or whatever? He can cover. Yeah. There, there's guys there, but they ha- they're not. Offensively, they're not good. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think the, I didn't think, um, the Jags would be. I thought they'd be better than they were, but I'm not really surprised by that. What about you? you mean, uh, I don't really have any surprises. Those two didn't surprise me. Jaguars, I, I thought, no. would be... What about the Jets? Um, Hard to say because when Darnold went yeah, went down with Mono, Mono, it's, it's different. Sucks. I think that uh, people are a little bit overreacting to the Browns right now and how bad they've been. Um, uh, you think so? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they got beat down by Tennessee, which oh, but, isn't good. But, They're bad. 
You think Tennessee's bad? I do think Tennessee oh, is man, bad. I love Tennessee's defense. Yeah, I, they're not. They're not going to be. I mean, they may finish close to five hundred, but they're let's, they're not competing for a playoff spot. Is the point? And they annihilated Cleveland. Yeah, I think it's a little early. You got to pump the brakes a little bit. You got a new piece with Odell. You got to figure out where he fits in, how to get him the ball, how to not get him the ball. Baker's not used to that kind of stuff. Throw right? him the damn ball. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Yes. I also Come think on, with Baker. Cleveland. I tweeted this last night. I also think with Cleveland, like it takes Freddie Kitchens fifteen hours to get the damn play in. <laughs> Dude, no shit. Baker's after, running to the line. Dude, after right? you said it, I've started paying attention to it. I promise to – I feel like he snapped the ball with like less than five seconds. Every play. Every play. And they, But they were like sprinting to the line of scrimmage to with tr- eight and nine seconds left to try to get set so they so he could like glance left, right. Okay, let's go. At least take a peek. So he's taking his drop. And then and then trying to read the defense and disguise coverage at or uh, not disguise but but read coverage at the same damn time like and and they are disguising their coverage so he's right. not getting a clear picture right he can't see anybody creeping he can't see anybody moving and then not to mention the defensive line if you think for one second they don't know where the play clock is I mean yeah their eyes are on the ball but them edge guys they know the edge guys I promise are looking at them they promise. can see the ball right. and see the play clock like okay yeah. well it's got to come in the next two or three seconds so I, they're teeing off yeah. So I think they get getting the jump. I think they get that squared away. I think Cleveland ends up being fine. I still think they make the playoffs. I I think so too. I don't think it's a a crazy thing. I haven't even seen the panic on Cleveland because I'm. I mean, I'm still. I still think they have a good squad. Yeah, they do. Uh, Another team that people are panicking on right now is the Chicago Bears. They'll be fine. Leave them alone. They look bad though. They look terrible on offense. They'll get. They'll get right. They look real bad on offense. Real bad. They'll get right. I mean, the defense is there for sure, but the offense, man, puke in the back of my throat. Yeah, but outside of that. I can't think of anything. Sitters, if you have anything, if you're still listening, please still listen. If you're still listening, uh, you know, let us know what your thoughts are, and if you have any any surprises that you're you're not a you know you didn't think would happen. Tell a friend. <laughs> Tell a friend. I love it. Hey, also, uh, I want to do something gambling Sunday morning or Saturday morning. Shit, I don't care. But I want to do something gambling related. Anybody interested in that? Let me know. I want like maybe a, a, a Periscope or a Twitch or whatever. Yeah, we should do this in the beginning part of the show. Should have done this in the beginning about, part of the show. Five. I just thought about it when we were when because I got like five bets that I want to talk about. But. You got like five to ten people listening at this point, and they're all friends. Thanks, we're, Anthony, yeah, Shane, yeah. Trey, yeah. JT, maybe. So yeah, that's me for tonight, sitters. I'm Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge and Chris Martinez, and we are from Fort Sitting. See you next time, sitters. Get it. Girl, she the one for me And I ain't even planning to call I won't be shit forever Mine, ever, mine, ever, mine Last name ever, first name greatest Like a sprained ankle, boy, ain't nothing to play with Started off local, but thanks to all the haters I know G4 pilots on a first name basis In your city faded off the brown Nino, she insists she got more class We know, swimming in the money, come and find me Nemo, if I was at the club, you know I balled Chemo, drop the mixtape, that shit sounded like an album Who'd have thought a countrywide tour be the outcome Labels want my name beside an ex like Malcolm Everybody got a deal, I did it without one Yeah, nigga, I'm about my business Killing all these rappers, you would swear I had a hit list Everyone who doubted me is asking for forgiveness If you ain't been a part of it, at least you got to witness Bitches It may not mean nothing to y'all 
understand nothing was done for me So I don't plan on stopping at all I want this shit forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine Shutting shit down in the mall And telling that girl she the one for me And I ain't even planning the call I want this shit forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine I used to have hood dreams, big fame, big chains. I stuck my childish life until that bitch came and went all, all fall like the ball teams. Just so I could make it rain all spring. Y'all seen my story, my glory. I had raped the game young. You could call it statutory when a nigga blow up. They gon' build statues from me. Old money, Benjamin Button, what nothing. Super bad chicks giving me McLovin You would think I ran the world like Michelle's husband You would think these niggas know me when they really doesn't Like they was down with the old me, no you fucking wasn't You such a fucking loser He ain't even go to class, Bueller Trade the Grammy plaques just to have my granny back Remember she had that bad hip like a fanny pack Chasing the star, I'ma turn you to a maniac All the way in Hollywood and I can't even act They pull their cameras out and goddamn me snap I used to want this thing forever, y'all can have it back It may not mean nothing to y'all Understand nothing was done for me So I don't plan on stopping at all I want this shit forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine Shutting shit down in the mall And telling that girl she the one for me And I ain't even planning to call I want this shit forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine Okay, hello, it's the Martian, Space Jam Jardins. I want this shit forever. Wake up and smell the garden, fresher than the harvest. Step up to the target. If I had one guess, then I guess I'm just New Orleans. And I would never stop, like I'm running from the cops. Hopped up in my car and told my chauffeur to the top. Life is such a fucking roller coaster, then it drops. But what should I scream for? This is my theme park. My mind shine even when my thoughts seem dark. Pistol on my side, you don't wanna hear. Hear that thing talk, let the king talk, check the price and pay attention. Little Wayne, that's what they gotta say a mission. I'm like Nevada in the middle of the summer. I'm resting in the lead, I need a pillow and a cover. My foot sleeping on the gas, no brake pads, no such thing as last. It may not mean nothing to y'all. Understand nothing was done for me So I don't plan on stopping at all I want this shit forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine Shutting shit down in the mall And telling that girl she the one for me And I ain't even planning to call I want this shit forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine In stadiums, the shady spits his flow Nuts they go, macadamia they go So ballistic, whoa, he can make them look like bozos He's wondering if he should spit this slow Fuck no, go for broke, his cup just wanna throw oh no He ain't had him a buzz like this since the last time that he overdosed They've been waiting patiently for Pinocchio to poke his nose Back into the game and they know rap will never be the same as before Bashing in the brains of these hoes and establishing a name as he goes The passion and the flame is ignited, you can't put it out once we light it This shit is exactly what the fuck that I'm talking about when we riot you dealing with a few true villains who stand inside of the blue truth spilling and spit true feelings until our two feelings come flying up out of our mouths, never mind it. Payback, motherfucker, for the way that 
you gotta be how's it taste When I slap the taste out of your mouth with the bass so loud that it shakes the place I'm Hannibal Lecter, so just in case you're thinking of saving face You ain't gonna have no face to save by the time I'm through with this place so straight It may not mean nothing to y'all Understand nothing was done for me So I don't plan on stopping at all I want this shit forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine I shut this shit down in the mall It's selling that girl, she the one for me And I ain't even planning to call I want this shit forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine